Michelle Constant on SAFM. Moving into our sports story this morning, it's all very slow from this side, but I suppose that's how the world works. So, Nontutugo Mkabi is an ultra runner. What is an ultra runner? Well, she is going to tell us all about it. She's also just completed the Ultra Asia Race, and uh, we, she did very, very well with it as well, finishing fourth overall. She did it to make sure that uh, rural children have school shoes. So uh, we've got Nontutugo on the line. Thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate you making the time. Thank you, Michelle, for having me. It's my pleasure. So you hail from Uvela KwaZulu-Natal, Richards Bay. and That is absolutely have... correct. Yes, born and bred in Seleni Village. Born and bred. Yeah, more. <laughs> Nontutugo, first of all, I think you need to explain to us, when we talk about an ultra race, what does that actually mean? An ultra is any distance from really... 42.2 kilometer it's regarded as an ultra a long distance more than a marathon okay and and so exactly you did you did 160 kilometers with the ultra asia race that's correct michelle yes sure nontatugo talk to us about the fact uh, that you did run this race in vietnam you did very very well actually coming second in the women's division and fourth overall Tell us about that experience, what it meant to be running that particular race. I mean, you've done quite a few uh, over the years, and I'd love to hear what, uh, what the experience was doing it in Vietnam. Absolutely. Vietnam, one, had really unique experience. Each and every race brings a different experience, perspective, um, and element. But this one in particular, it was so unique because I've never ran a race where you actually spend four nights in traditional houses. You sleep in this house, all of you. There was 19 participants in one room. All they do provide you in that particular house is mattresses. You yeah. sleep in the mattress. You use your own, obviously, sleeping blankets. You carry your own stuff. You run the next leg, the next stage. You move on to the next house. You do the same. And we're running in the beautiful uh, mountains of Mai Chau in Vietnam, a some sections were really just jungle, rice plantation, but also some sections were villages where you get to actually mingle and, and immerse yourself in the life of the villages in the area. It was absolutely beautiful and humbling. Back to basics, really. And so part of that experience then, of course, is that this is not just about running. It's actually about getting to understand different cultures, getting to understand yes. how people, you, you're kind of immersing yourself in the world. Absolutely. Because, uh, Michelle, you realize through travel that we are really one with the universe. Yeah. And it is indeed about learning different cultures. It's more than running. It's an experience of your life. It's not about crossing the finish line. It is about really being present. And the beauty, again, of running a stage race is indeed that it's a race of management, managing your energy, managing your food, your water, how much you push. But also it calls, it's an invitation to say, be present every day, every hour. Because if you're really too fixated to the finish line, you will be too, too bored on the second day. You'll be too overwhelmed, perhaps. So it is about being in the present moment 
stop kids asking for can i have some sweets you open your bag you give them you chat to them yes language is a barrier but smile is universal a hug is universal so it, it is indeed about immersing yourself in the culture allowing yourself to be truly who you are one with the universe one with nature you know non tutuko you um just describe these amazing things as you run are you able to see the world around you or are you really just focused on the road on putting that first foot in front of the other i allow myself to be present i do not wish to slip through my life i'll be quite yeah. honest with you that is why even when you look at my performance stage 1 to stage 3 i mean overall i came fourth um women's race i came second but yeah. all of that came naturally it wasn't me pushing for podium because while it's beautiful to push for podium if you can do it both push for po- podium but also be truly present take in the view stop and appreciate the beauty of the world we live in that's great but i honestly allow myself to be here because i honestly believe that 10 years from now i will forget the time i did hmm. in ultra asia but i will not forget the experience it will be with yeah. me forever something to treasure forever nonto togo you uh, did it not just simply to do it you also did it as part of a mission to raise money for school shoes tell us a little bit about that particular angle of the run for you thank you michelle indeed as you you may already know I mean this started in 2019 uh, when in 2020 I ran the World Marathon Challenge seven marathons right. on seven continent in seven days to raise 1.7 million that was used to build five new classrooms for Keeping Queens Primary School that was successfully done and the five new classrooms with Didn't the furniture Didn't you raise 3 mi- was, you, you raised more than 1.7 million though eh hey? Absolutely for five classrooms it was 1.7 with the World Marathon Challenge Then in October 2021 I went and ran Marathon Disable where I raised 1.2 million that was used to build new toilet facilities and the administration block and also during this time I was able to also raise money during COVID to provide food parcels to 100 families food parcels to the value of 1200 and also during December there's so many um families Michelle whom we always say happy christmas But, you know Christmas is not happy for everyone so yeah through PowerPoint lifestyles I was able to partner with them and provide a Christmas hampers to the value of 1200 for each family total of yeah. um, 20 families so through my running journeys in Michelle I've raised over 3 million if I actually if to be precise I've raised yeah. 3.6 million used to to build five new classrooms build toilet facilities administration block provide mask during covid 5000 masks were provided food parcels i mean during covid remember michelle many rural schools some kids who come from families where they go to bed on empty stomach they look forward yeah. to going to school to get free meal so during yeah. covid when schools were closed i was able to reach to reach out to dugutugu village and provide a uh, food parcels to the total of 100 families as i've said each food parcel was a decent one to the value of 1.2 so it's been great and now with ultra asia in fact even during my run when i finished the run i went back to have a look at the support it's been overwhelming michelle during my run i was able to raise 270 school shoes because my goal for ultra asia it was just beyond just running for myself but it was to say if i can use my passion to give back to help a child in need why not because running is my passion i would do it 
anyway, even if I was not doing it for the cause. But now that I actually have found my true purpose on earth, I use my running to change lives for social impact. 270 school shoes, Michelle, have already been raised. It was actually raised during my run. So I have no doubt that the 500 school shoes that I ran the Ultra Asia for will be raised and schools that are in need will receive the school shoes. Already I have donated 100 school shoes to Ntlamvo Primary School. Next month we are going to New Area Primary School and Mseleni Primary School to donate 200 school shoes. You know, we need to go to a break, but very briefly, I'm, I'm intrigued as to how you got addicted to this, because this is, is an addiction, the best possible addiction, for sure. Your diagnosis is so true. <laughs> Running really <laughs> can, I mean, we all have to be addicted to something. We just have to obviously consistently choose the look right at one. the addiction, exactly, and choose the right one, absolutely, yeah. the one that serves us. And even better if it can also serve people around us. So addiction for me, running for me, I can really say it's an addiction of choice for me. Do you remember that time, first time you put on a pair of shoes and tried it? Indeed. It was 2013 through a friend of mine who invited me to go for East Coast Big Walk. She said, let's go. No, let's, it was Zamalutuli. Let's go. Let's do um, 10 kilometers of walk. And I was like, I've never even walked five kilometers. How can you invite me to 10 kilometers? She convinced me, no, 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 you will love it. And indeed, after that, I had a very good feeling, Michelle. And I was like, I would love to feel this more often. Then I started to really wear a pair of shoes, go for jogging. And then really it took a momentum of its own. It's absolutely glorious. Well done. And uh, we celebrate you. I'm certainly in awe of you. Anybody who can do an ultramarathon, 160 kilometers, Nontatugo Mkabi, she's also uh, the first female from Africa to run seven marathons on seven continents in seven consecutive days, raising millions of rands to help people in her community as well. It seems to be something when we talk about active citizenship, this is active in every possible way. It's 740.